episode 138 thief of hope in this episode i just want us to talk more generally about things like trauma and how you know is really one of the biggest monsters i feel we can experience in this life and it's really one of those things that kind of rides under the radar and shapes so much of who you are who you will become what you do and what your life will look like and you know, one of the biggest things about it is that it steals hope, it steals possibility, and so many other things. That's what I want us to discuss today. If you are new to this podcast, what's up? Salutations and thank you kindly for being here. I really, really do hope that you enjoy the show. I hope that you get something out of this. And again, thank you. If you're coming back for another episode, what's up, cuz? Happy weekend. I know you're glad the weekend is here. I'm sure you're feeling good. You're in great mood. Maybe did you a little shopping. Maybe got you some plans, you know, all that good stuff. Just make sure that you take care of yourself. Make sure you don't, you ain't doing anything that's forced. And, you know, keep the love in the picture. You'll be all good. Anyway, in the first segment, we're going to talk about belief becomes biology. In the second segment, we're going to talk about invisible scars of emotional abuse. And in the third segment, we're going to talk about guard your vision closely. As always, I want these episodes to challenge you, to provoke you, to, you know, uh, bring about the light bulb moments, the epiphanies, to, you know, bring about questions, you know, maybe drop little nuggets in your cup. That allows you to think more introspectively. Definitely continue to listen to these episodes over and over. And you'll find that it'll probably bring about different points of view, different thoughts, different ideas. So without further ado, let's jump into this episode. Michelle Groff said, I did not ask for the things I've been through, and I certainly didn't ask my mind to paint and repaint the pictures back in flashback form. I love this quote. One large hurdle that I will say in my experience that many children, you know, and adults still struggle to deal with when it comes to trauma is, you know, something inside them feels like maybe they deserved it. And, 
you know, as you continue to get older, as you continue to progress, hopefully you continue to understand that you are here for a very specific purpose, that your life, your life experiences revolve around a very specific and spiritual curriculum. And there are certain lessons you are required to learn. There are certain values you are required to acquire to fulfill your potential, to experience your own excellence and your own uh, greatness. And you won't be able to get there and arrive at your your fullest potential if you don't uh, acquire the life experiences that you have to acquire. And because of that, you know, we go through a number of different experiences, good, bad, ugly, you know, traumatic and all the above. But, you know, like I've said in previous episodes, you have to learn how you have to understand that when we are uh, presented with problems, they're more so puzzles. And in every problem that we have, there's usually a big juicy solution. There's usually a big juicy breakthrough in that problem that is going to propel us to the next level that's going to set us up to get to that next level and you know it may not feel real but when you practice entertaining that kind of logic you'll find that over time you may you may find yourself paying attention to details you didn't normally pay attention to you'll find yourself trying to find the good in those kind of situations You'll find yourself becoming more positive, becoming more centered and neutral in how you look at things. You'll find yourself feeling less inconvenienced when it comes to situations arising when trouble shows up. You know, that's really one of the biggest things that happened to me, learning how to see that every problem has a solution, has a breakthrough, has something that is a missing part that I'm supposed to acquire. And acquiring that part is going to make my puzzle on the inside make more sense and make me sturdier and more ready for the road ahead. And I won't be able to, you know, uh, progress until I get that piece, that puzzle piece. It's also important to understand that trauma is like a stain. It stains our hearts, our minds, our brains. You know, it stains our emotions. It pretty much stains every parts of us, every part of us like blood. It stains all the way to the bottom and, you know, the issue with trauma is that, you know, the mind is trying to get it resolved. The, trying, the mind is trying to make sense of it. And, you know, the mind's job is to protect you. And, you know, when you don't put the effort into trying to understand your trauma and work through your trauma, you live your life on a hamster wheel, you know, not really going outside of your neighborhood of comfort because you're scared of that very thing happening again. And like I was saying in previous episodes, that thoughts are things and your thoughts are filtered and funneled through your beliefs. And once you are traumatized, when you have traumatizing, uh, traumatized experiences, you build your perception, your reality around that trauma just to make sure it never happens again. So for you, that means you may start playing small. You might start, you may start playing more carefully. You probably don't take as many risks. You probably don't put yourself out there. You really don't take any chances and it's holding you back. I feel like so many of us, you know, we grew up in a world where we hear about 
devils and the devil and demons and all types of different things. And in my experience, when it comes to, you know, the way I assess my spirituality, I feel like the angel or the devil exists in me and it's just a matter of who I'm going to choose to be. Understand that if you allow the trauma to win, it will dictate your future, it will dictate your mood, it will dictate, you know, who you will be, who your friends are, what your family will be like, what your mate will be like. But you have to take the first step and not let it steal your possibilities. I survived because the fire that burned inside of me burned brighter than the fire around me. Unknown. As y'all already know, if you don't, I've always grown up in a home. I've never felt comfortable being in my own skin, being who I wanted to be, being myself growing up in my house, growing up, coming up. You know, it's always been, you know, that kind of situation where you shrink yourself to fit into what everybody wants you to be, to accommodate everybody's fantasies surrounding who you're supposed to be. And there's something really stressful about growing up and having to deal with that, you know? Trauma can be so ugly and it can leave behind so many emotional scars, but I've learned that one of the best things you can do for yourself is, you know, vow to get better. You know, take a vow to heal, to prioritize healing. You know, just growing up how I grew up, I just saw, I couldn't quite put it into words until I got older, but you know, now I realize I was just surrounded by a bunch of people who aren't or weren't willing to do the work. You know, we've all, we all experience trauma, some more than others. And, you know, oftentimes, you know, people become parents and, you know, when they become parents, they usually become parents while still dealing with lots of demons and trauma on their own end. And their children grow up in all of that unresolved trauma. You know, and they just really become and age into people that just refuse to do the work. And a lot of the reason why I just don't have a lot of people in my life anymore is because they don't, they refuse to do the work. They refuse to show any effort. And it's not for me. I don't want anybody to prove anything to me. But it's just, you have to draw the line somewhere. You know, when it comes to those emotional scars of abuse or whatever trauma it is that you dealt with, you have to get into that place of understanding it's going to be me or you. You know, I've said this before too, but it just breaks my heart when I see so many people who, you know, drink and do drugs and all types of various just self-harming situations because of people, parents, guardians, who have abused them, who didn't treat them right, who didn't know that those children matter. You know, there are many people who have come out of it, but there's still so many who suffer. And it just hurts my heart because I feel like we live in a place where, you know, it's continuing to happen. For the longest time, my life has always been more of that cautionary tale. I never saw anybody that I wanted to be like. I never saw anybody who modeled a life or an existence or a way of being that I wanted to adopt. You know, it was always just so much of, I don't want to be like that. I ain't going to be like that. Hell no, I'm not going to be like that. And, you know, and just more and more of that. And, you know, I've learned in my life that 
you know, role models and, you know, that kind of modeling and, you know, figuring out who you want to be, that kind of information can be just as powerful as, you know, more positive influences because sometimes it's important to know what you don't want to be. And knowing what you don't want to be, you can mark that off the list and figure out what's left. And when it comes to dealing with trauma, you have to get to that place where you where you understand, you know, I've probably been hurt. I've been, you know, I've been paranoid and insecure and all this stuff for a long time. And I don't want to be that. I see how my grandma, my granddad, I see how my mom and my dad lives. I see how my uncle and my aunties, how they live. They're, they're this, they're that. And it's not because you're better, but it's because you deserve a better quality of life. You know, and they do too, but they've decided this is either who I, this is who I am, and that's just it. But when it comes to you, you have to assert yourself. You know, whether it's seeking therapy, you know, whether it's starting out, starting out with a life coach and then maybe therapy later, but you have to prioritize your healing. You know, I'm getting into that place now where I'm so adamant and passionate about healing and growth and therapy and everything like that. It's hard for me to be around anybody that doesn't have those same priorities because I have a bad habit of projecting that healing, that desire for healing. The, you know, I, I make it law with everyone that's around. Like, you know, we all should try to, you know, we all should be valuing healing. We should all prioritize healing and wanting to be better and wanting to be better, more quality individuals, want to be healthier, you know, greater mental health and all of those things. And depending on who you're around, that can rub a lot of people the wrong way. But like I was saying, this segment is more so to speak to the idea that in order to get better, to in order to get a handle on your trauma, to in order to get back to you, to you know belong to you again, you have to be willing to say, I am going to be better. I'm going to get better. I'm going to do the work. Because if you know, if you don't do the work, if you're not willing to do the work, then you will continue to experience what you experience. Your life experiences will change when your thinking change changes, when your values change, when your decisions change. As Z said, I'm destroying myself so others can't, she said. And it's the worst kind of control, but it's the only form I know. I was just talking about this in the previous uh, segment, but just that thing that a lot of us can have, especially after going through very traumatizing experiences or living a very troubled and tortured life. You know, a lot of us decide to like drink ourselves to death, drug ourselves to death, you know, just all types of different things because you know, we believe that's what we deserve. We believe that's what we've earned, you know. We've had experience, lots of experiences very early in our life that, you know, invalidated us greatly. And we got to this point of realizing I don't deserve the things. You know, we think we don't deserve people, you know, uh, you know, good treatment, proper treatment. We don't deserve respect. We don't deserve love. And, you know what I'm saying, I know how that feels to exist in a world where you don't feel like you deserve love because you've been denied love so long. You know what I'm saying? I've spent so many years of my life looking for love in all the wrong places because I'm looking for, you know, my mother's love. I'm looking for my father's love. And it's not like I didn't get, get none of it at all, but it wasn't stable enough for me to count on. 
You know what I mean? I feel like we exist in a place where, you know, a lot of families, a lot of parents look at, you know, providing your material needs is your material and your emotional needs. And so many of us grow up and we have to, you know, outgrow that and we have to learn how to fill our own cups and, you know, become better people, more aware, self-aware people. One of the best things that I said that I'll say you can do is decide who you want to be. You know, one of the best things you can do is read books and get you some mentors, get you some people that inspire you. Find people who have went through crazier stuff, more painful and more harsher things than you have. And, you know, they've turned their life around. It really counts. Like, that's the reason people like Oprah and Yala Van Zandt, Tyler Perry, you know, those people inspire me so greatly because they've gone through crazy you know, insurmountable odds and they've still turned their lives around and they are beautiful, wonderful people and they've led marvelous lives. Understand that as you heal and as you grow and understand yourself and understand your trauma, understand your life experiences, start to speak your truth, you know, understand that it will be very normal to outgrow a lot of people as you heal and change and grow you will start to outgrow friends. You will start to outgrow associates, family, partners, relationships, marriages, all types of things. And it's so normal because you're coming to a new you. Your new you, the you is being refined. So be prepared to outgrow people. It happens. You know what I'm saying? Also understand or expect to feel weird, almost even guilty when you start putting yourself first, you know, especially for the people pleasers or the former uh, former people pleasers out there. It can really be crippling to want to put yourself first and really take care of yourself and be selfful, you know, because you're just so used to putting everybody's needs and everybody else's stuff ahead of yours. So be aware that that's normal. It will pass. You will be fine. But you have to put yourself first. You have to take care of yourself. You know, understand that you may be very keen and sensitive to bullshit. You may be very sensitive to, you know, inauthentic stuff. Somebody like me who, you know, who have gone, you know, I've gone through life around lots of lying and dishonesty and manipulation and connivingness and different things like that. All I want and all I've wanted for a long time now is honesty, purity, originality, authenticity, immutability, just like, you know, just a sense of freedom and being around people. And if I'm not going, if I can't feel that, if I don't feel like our values align, I'll remove myself. It's also normal to feel like as you heal and grow and change and understand yourself, that you may feel more compelled to be by yourself. You may feel more comfortable being, you know, in solitude. I've learned that for a long time, I forced a lot of my socializing with family, with friends, with people. I forced a lot of socializing these days. I've been very introverted. I've been very to myself. I don't hang out like that at all, like I used to at all. Maybe, I, you know, I'm trying to get back out there and put myself out there in terms of just taking myself out and being out as opposed to being with a crowd of people. But, you know, I need that time to be generous and kind to myself. So if you need to, you know, if you need that time for solitude, allow it to happen. 
You know, don't get out of your body when it comes to setting new boundaries or healthy boundaries and scared that people might freak out and leave. Anybody that can't respect what you do for you when you do things for you, they're already gone. Let them go. Simple. What's up, Moonbeams? Welcome to the air segment. Here in this segment, you already know, we get real, we get transparent, we get down to the nitty gritty, and we just keep it all out funky. So let's jump right in. The first letter is E, embrace. Embrace that belief becomes biology. You know, you might have had a bunch of traumatic experiences and those things have stained the way you see the world. They've stained the way you see people. You know, they've affected your ability to trust people. They've affected your ability to feel like yourself again. They've affected your ability to trust yourself again. And you know what I'm saying? And the list goes on and on. And know that with those things happening, you are creating your future with these, you know, state of mind. You are creating your future with these symptoms. You are creating your tomorrow with these symptoms. So let that, you know, create a sense of urgency and wanting to heal and be better. Healing isn't something you do for a few months or a year, whatever, and you're better. Healing is a lifelong journey. So be prepared for that, but know that as you heal and continue to grow, you will rewire and you will reverse a lot of that damage, a lot of that hurt. You know, it may never be to a place where you don't feel anything about that very thing at all, you know, but it probably won't be as destructive and damaging and, you know, distracting as it's always been to you. The next letter is R, recognize. Recognize that you have emotions, you have invisible scars from abuse you can remember and can't even remember. You'd be surprised how a lot of what has happened to you influences your personality and influences your behavior. And the more you take the time to ask yourself and understand why you do things the way you do things, why you react the way you react, why you talk the way you talk, why you choose the friends the way you choose, why you choose the friends you choose, why you date the people you date, you'll start to, you know, more so understand yourself and really just start to put yourself in perspective, you know? I think I've learned with myself, one of the biggest goals that I've had is to never not belong to me again, never betray me and disregard me for any situation. I mean, the self-betrayal happens, but in terms of just not belonging to me because I want to be what everybody else wants me to be kind of thing, that won't be happening again. That's a vow I've taken to myself, and I think it's something we all could benefit from, is, you know what I'm saying, never betray yourself or never separate from who you are, your true self, your authentic self. Respect who you are and know that you are perfect and beautiful exactly as you are. Know that you are exactly who God called you to be and understand that you're only gonna get better and better with time. But you have to trust that, you have to believe that, and you have to expect that. Moving on. The next letter is A, accept. Accept that in order for you to grow and change and transition and transform, you have to get a vision, get an idea of who you want to be like, what you want to be like. Develop a vision. Who do you want to become? The person that you are five years from now, what is that person like? 
Do they attend church regularly? Do Are they a Buddhist? Do they worship with Buddhists? Do they dress in these kind of clothes? Do they dress in these kind of clothes? Do they live out in the woods? Do they live in the high rise? Do they drive this kind of car? Do they walk or catch the bus? Do they catch the bus? Do they uh, use a bicycle? You know, do they have pets? You know, what do they do for a living? You know, do they read books? What kind of TV shows do they watch? Do they even watch TV? Are they a vegetarian, pescatarian? You know, what is it? What is their mind like? Where do they live? What state? What kind of friends do they have? What does a regular day or week look like for that person? Like really paint the picture. How much they make a year? What are their aspirations? And you know, if everything is going perfectly, what would like what would life look like for you? And flesh that thing out. And don't worry about how you're going to get there. Just flesh that thing out, whether you're creating a vision board, whether you're writing it down in a notebook or whatever like that. Just flesh it out and focus on what you want to feel. How are you going to feel once you become that person? How are you going to feel after once you have all those things? And focus on creating those emotions, those feelings in your everyday life. Are you going to feel powerful? Are you going to feel free? Are you going to feel open or transparent? Are you going to feel secure? Are you going to feel harmonious, liberated? Are you going to feel invincible? Are you going to feel formidable? Are you going to feel sexy? Are you going to feel coquettish? Are you going to feel centered, balanced? What are you going to feel? Get in tune with what you want that vision to look like and guard it closely. And I'll tell you to guard it closely because there, you know what I'm saying, I feel like in life you will run into way more people who are not willing to do the work. You know, when it comes to understanding and resolving a lot of the trauma that is disturbing their, their life paths, that is disturbing their direction and journey in life. You know, a lot of people will resent you. A lot of people will mock you. You know, when you go to therapy, that will mock you. When you make uh, life changes, that will set you up you know, for a better tomorrow or a better month or a better you. Be prepared for that. Know that you'll be okay. Know that you will be, you will survive. They're going to be who they're going to be. You are going to be who are you. You're going to be who you're going to be. Simple. There you have it. <laughs> I got a little choked up and emotional at the same time. But um, embrace, recognize, and accept. In the next episode, we're going to talk about through the fire. Learning how to love yourself through the lowest lows. So you don't want to miss that. If you haven't had a chance yet, please head over to Apple Podcasts. Please leave a comment and a rating. And let me know what you think about the episode. So you want to hear more content like this? What we think? What's going on? You know? Anyway, I really hope that y'all have a good weekend. And I really hope y'all allow this message to sink in. You know, definitely play this episode repeatedly and let, you know, what I've said to you you know, break through that glass ceiling and open you up. You know, open you up to the idea that there's a world out there you have no idea about. There is, pe- There are people out there that will love you for you. There is a chosen family out there that will love you for you. There is a therapist out there that is just for you. And they are ready for you. They're ready to hear you, understand you, and help you through everything you've went through. There is love on the other side, but you have to choose love. You have to choose healing. You have to choose self-awareness. You have to choose self-actualization. You have to choose your self-concept and decide who you want to be. Maybe life started out rocking hard this way, but just because it's always happened don't mean it has to continue. Anyway, 
Thank you again for supporting the Medizine Cabinet where we get experimental about exploring your potential. Lastly, you are strong. You are enough. You are wise and you are tough. Have a good weekend. Stay safe. You know, if you need time to yourself, take that solitude. You know, take yourself out to a movie by yourself if that's what you want to do. You know, pick up a new book, maybe tidy up the house. You know, buy yourself a couple new pieces of clothes. Do something for you and you alone. Take yourself out to breakfast, to lunch. And take it easy. Later.